Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Okay, test, test, testicles. Testicles, test, test. That looks right. There we go. All oh, right, good. We did our testes. We did our, oh, we're recording, by the way. Oh, okay. We did our <laughs> testes and our testosterone recording. <laughs> <laughs> a little side note, whenever we uh, start this podcast, we do a little test run, and we always usually say testicles, but <laughs> test, test, testosterone this time. Have you ever done that on a mic check, like at a, an event? Oh, yeah, for I sure. Ha- I have, and people haven't really laughed, and I'm like, oh. I think it's funny. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> test, test, testicles. Yeah. Um, what's up, besties? What's up? We're in we the Austin studio. live in Austin, Texas, y'all. Y'all, we're here. We are. And uh, we're here for a little tradition called Christmas in July that we do with my dad. And Danny has been an honorary member of the Coleman clan for the last several years. So we're, uh, we're going to get after it. But first, we worked out. Yep. Here in the Airbnb, we did a quick workout, and now we're doing a little bit of work, and then we'll go and have some fun. Yes, I'm excited about this weekend. I know, actually. Christmas well, in July is always I know, a good time. We have a, and we've, we've gone to all different destinations. I think my favorite was probably, I don't know, we did Chicago. You missed Nashville last year, I which did is, miss which last is upset, year. upsetting, because that's your favorite city. I know. I forgot. I was just thinking. I was about to say, where was last year? But I was at a conference when you guys had it in Atlanta. Yep. Well, we're here. Oh, this is Danny J, by the way. And this is Jill Coleman. And actually, this is a good segue into what we're talking about today. Yeah, we're going to talk about... So we hit episode 300. Woo! We need those little uh, like sound effects. I know. So I think we're, we're moving... not rich enough. We're moving over to another uh, platform. And I think... Oh, no, this is a different For one. distribution? Yeah. yeah. And uh, But actually, this is wrong. But I, I learned about another platform where it has those little sound effects. You could have like the cheering... Maybe we should start using that. I don't know. do this. That could be fun. Instead of Zoom, it's got, so we could just be like, yay. So anyway. <laughs> do we need a, a soundboard? Yeah. We need a soundboard. <laughs> so anyway, 300 episodes. This is probably going to be 302, I believe. Um, and we wanted to just talk about like the evolution of this podcast over yep. 300 episodes. First off, I remember at the beginning thinking we'd run out of things to talk about. And we have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at you and you were saying that. I was like, exactly. (laughs) So we were right. So here we are. (laughs) But you know what though? And I know because you guys must, I mean, if you listen to this podcast with any sort of regularity, you always hear one of us say at some point in every single episode, well, we just love hearing from you. So if you have any ideas, just hit us up in the DM, which is true. And you guys have been giving us actually a, really, a lot of really cool ideas. Uh, Facebook group has been popping off lately. Um, and just little behind the scenes for y'all. We are really just so appreciative. We've gotten some really awesome new reviews lately. And we're back up to our download numbers before we sort of took a little bit of a hiatus in twenty late 2020 and early 2021. We're back with some regularity and our download numbers are back up to before our sabbatical. So, yeah. um, yay. And we're, thank you guys. We're back to baseline. 
<laughs> we're back, <laughs> which is pretty good. We're at 1.5 million downloads now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, these, but you know, what's interesting is even though we say we don't have any topics to talk about by the time we finish an episode, it's like 45 minutes long. Yeah. And you guys said you do like a little bit longer. You guys are getting on us about having some shorter episodes uh, a while back. And, um, they're also like, I feel like they end up being really good conversations. Yeah. they. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but. <laughs> I listen back sometimes. Just re- I know that a lot of times we're here in the conversation, obviously. But because we're present, we're not really, we're not flies on the wall to our own conversation. So hearing it later, I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. In my brain, sometimes it's not that <laughs> no, good. No, it's actually good. No, I know. Every time we like, turn it off, I'm like, oh, was that even good? <laughs> but, you know, I like sometimes the twists and turns that the episode takes. Yeah. So sometimes you and I will just talk for a few minutes about the episode beforehand, turn on the mic, and then it goes in a completely different direction. And those are always really fun. So, yeah, so we've been talking about just kind of the evolution of when we started this. Jill and I were both it living... It was November 2017. Dang. I think we didn't publish until early 2018, right. but yeah. I think we recorded the first four episodes. Like we batch record them November 2017. Yeah, we did it in November. We were trying to get it up and it took a month on on Apple iTunes. Um, but we were, that was such a different life. It was a different, de- that was another decade. Totally. That was, what's that, five years ago? <laughs> was, Holy shit. That's almost five, it'll be five years in, in this November. Yeah. That's wild. So five years ago, we were live, both living in Los Angeles. We're living in different places now. We're different people now. We have, I mean, there's a whole lot of things that have changed. And yet we've still maintained this. We've still maintained our friendship. We still made it, maintained our conversations and been able to, you know, try to stay relevant, at least with each other. And I know you guys have come along for the journey. I know some people started listening because they were like, I'm single now and I can relate. And some people could never relate to that at all. And <laughs> some people jumped in later going, oh, now I need this. And so you've come along with us through our evolution. And so we kind of wanted to talk about that just uh, just as, on a friendship and business perspective on how we've kept this going throughout our own personal ups and downs and journeys and twists and turns. I mean, you were living, you were in Venice, right? So I was living in Venice yeah. and you were living in Playa del Rey, yeah. which was about, I guess, 10 minutes from Venice. And we were still like working out every morning together, yeah. still going on long walks every day together. Both of us were single at the time. Um, and it was just a different time. Both of us had been single for like at least a, couple, like a year or two at that point. Um, lots of dating and, you know, we were traveling. Like you and I were going to a lot of conferences together, like work conferences. And we had just joined uh, Cole Hatter's Mastermind. That's and right. I joined Lewis Howe's Mastermind. And yeah, it was like we were uh, like firing on all cylinders. We were like everything like business and best life. And I think you and I, we didn't start the podcast for a while, even though we had the idea to because we knew that it was going to require a level of consistency that we kept being like, are we ready for that? Really? Are we ready for that? But you and I had some conversations. We weren't like, and neither one of us are unreasonable or like rigid to the point where, you know, your mom went through what she went through and you were her primary caretaker. And that was like a nine, 10 month, you know, huge part of your life. Imagine if I was like, sorry, Danny, we got to get the episodes (laughs) up. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. It, it ebbs and flows. And I think that's the beautiful thing about a podcast is it does sort of follow the journey of the hosts. And, you know, we include you guys in as much as we can in our personal lives and what we're doing here. And I think you also have to have some flexibility with your, if you're doing it with someone else, <laughs> you have to be able to ebb and flow. Yeah, we did a whole episode on should you do go into business with a partner? And it's so funny because Jill and I are both like, no. <laughs> and here we are sitting across from each other five years later. And uh, I would never change a thing. But I also, I think we have something really special and unique. And it's funny because like 
also, just speaking of unique, I'm here with Jill's family. And I always say this, and I feel so lucky because I remember the first Christmas I got invited in Syracuse, New York. Was that year? And it, it was that year. And I just remember crying because I was... I never really had that kind of family where <laughs> I always used to go, how do people look forward to seeing their family in the holidays? Like <laughs> I dread the holidays, you know? And it was the first time I could just see that. And I was like, this is just so unique. Like you have such a unique family. And it's, I think that piece of your family that's so unique also comes out in you. And so I think our friendship is also unique in that way. And like, I've just kind of become part of the family and not in a like, I don't know. It feels like a really real way. Like I feel really included and I feel like really loved by your brothers and your dad and Suzanne and so it's just really cool but I really feel like it's been our communication and I think we've learned a lot doing this even having conversations with each other while they're being recorded we've had insights and things that have come through even throughout our own friendship and I think that being in a partnership and being in a business or whatever it is you want to do with someone it's it's almost like we've gotten practice even our own like romantic relationships we've gotten practice with each other having these conversations and so it's I don't know if you guys have been following since the beginning hopefully you've seen this you know evolution of us and I know it I just think it's really cool I think it's really special and it's different you know it's like it's very different we're not in the same place at all I just remember our walks and so many tears and laughs and and we don't have those same things anymore but we have a different relationship that's still really special and still really cool. And we make an effort. And I think that's what we kind of wanted to talk about too, is we, and I think this is with any relationship, we literally will ask each other, like make time to either you come out to Vegas or I come out to LA or have a girl's weekend like here, like we're going, okay, we have to do this at least quarterly, like have a girl's weekend. And I think friendships in general, especially as we become older, tend to fall, fall, uh, like I guess grow apart because you don't get to spend time with each other and I know I've done this with so many friendships before you of like we need to make time we need to see each other and it's so easy to say that and then things come up and life happens and of course when when some of my girlfriends have kids it's completely different and it's understandable but you and I have said it and we've actually done it and it's been really cool that we have and I think maybe the podcast makes us do it I don't know if it's one or the other, like we, we feel like we have to because the podcast or we put our relationship first. I'd like to think we put our relationship first, but I like that we have this. And it's funny because I've had, I had conversations with Jeff maybe about a year ago when, when this was all going with my mom and we were kind of falling back. And he's like, well, the podcast doesn't really, you guys don't really make money on it and you could always put it aside. I'm like, I want it because it gives me a reason to see Jill and to hang out. And I love doing it. And whether or not it made me any kind of money at all, I think it's the, the, what I get out of it, the self-gratification, the gratification I get out of it. And I think this is important to know, and this is just a lesson for anyone listening, is sometimes we do things to make money, and sometimes we do things just because they feel good and we want to. And I don't have a lot of hobbies. It's funny, we were talking about my brother has six kids. He might be listening. This dude has six kids, animals, a business. He's got employees, and motherfucker still has hobbies. And I'm like, I don't even have any hobbies. <laughs> Like, how do you have time for hobbies? And so as I'm talking here, I'm like, this is kind of my hobby. Like, my hobby is hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I want to echo that because it, one of the things I think that has, and I'm the same way, I've certainly been in many different iterations of my life where there was like high school friends and then like college friends and then there was competitor friends and then there was, I don't know, like, you know, internet business friends and whatever. And you and I, though we've known each other over a decade now um, online, you know, I think 
there's, I can only think of maybe three people in my life, including you, that I feel like I can be 100% myself with. And that's such like a cheesy line, I feel like. But I don't know, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, especially with what we do for work, where we're always in like a coaching role. Um, and it's great. And it's like what we love to do. And oftentimes, you know, if you are someone who has an audience or a platform or whatever, I feel like oftentimes I'm the one in charge of the conversation whenever I'm with someone. I want, I want to make sure, like, do they feel okay? Are they, you know, are they at ease? Are they comfortable? Are they feeling like, you know, are they feeling seen? Are they feeling recognized? Are they feeling heard? Like as a coach does, you know, and like really facilitating that. And you're one of like three people in my life who I don't have to be that with. And literally I feel like I can be 100% myself. And I know it's like such a cliche thing to say, because as I was thinking, you're talking about, I was like, it really is that where you can show up. And I think that's what makes me look forward to our time. You know, I think with other relationships, it's not that they were bad or wrong or whatever. It just wasn't as much of a fit. You know, it's like, maybe we're in a different, like you mentioned, a different phase of our life, or maybe there was, you know, I've just had, I've had friends that are a little bit more, and I hate to say this, but a little bit more sensitive than you. I've had to like, watch what I say. I'm fucking sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are sensitive. People know that you're sensitive. Danny cries more than anyone else I know. You're sensitive, but you're not, uh, what's the word? You're confident. You never feel threatened. Like you're never like, you don't take things personally. Like, you know, at least for, from, my perspective and you know there's times where I felt like oh, I gotta like watch what I say or like they don't like the cussing or I don't know anything like that you know where I can't be as like crass or gross or I don't know, whatever <laughs> like Danny and I just did a workout and this is the only thing I could only say this on the podcast and I'm wearing like these short shorts <laughs> we go to do this workout and there's like burpees and I was like you might just see my vagina I'm sorry if you do like and during these burpees <laughs> but like other people you just can't say stuff yeah. like that you know of course I'll say it to like thousands of people listening to this podcast but <laughs> There's but you something. can't see her vagina on the podcast. So. No, you can't see it. You can just... You can do that on our OnlyFans. We do have now <laughs> <laughs> the video version of the podcast where we're sitting here with no pants on. Yeah. com might have it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so it's interesting that you and I actually, and I think this looking back at this is ironic, we started the podcast literally two months before you left LA. <laughs> Like you left LA January, 2018 and you were back and forth and you stayed with me at times and you were staying different places and stayed with your parents for a little bit and whatever. And you were nomadic for a couple of years, but it's ironic that we started it right when you left. (laughs) That's so true. You know, and we've still managed to do as 300 episodes and stay fairly on track. And like, you know, we hated doing Zoom. We fucking did Zoom during the pandemic. We had to, Um, you know, we usually prefer to do them in person, but I think that we've been lucky that both of us have made an effort to come and see each other. And that's hard, right? Like, I mean, I think for most of us, like someone moves away, you move away and you, you say to each other, oh, we'll definitely stay in touch. Nine times out of 10, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Luckily, you like Vegas. <laughs> and luckily, Vegas and LA are really close to each other. Yeah. Um, I It'd will be hard say if that. it was East Coast, West Coast. Probably. Yeah. I think we would have just stuck to online. But yeah, time zones would have been crazy and different. But it's a really good point because we had talked about the podcast for so long. And then I did leave right after. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Thanks. We just started this bullshit. Not only that, though, we went from one episode. Then we decided to do twice a week. We're yeah. like, what were we thinking? Yeah, the first year, if you guys were here, the first year, we just published once a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was fine. That was good. But then we noticed that the downloads went up exponentially yeah. when we started posting twice a week, which I, is a whole, that was, once a week was super easy. Twice a week is a lot harder. It is way harder. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, it'll just be twice as much work, but it feels like four times it as does. much work. It seems like a lot more. It is. This episode is brought to you by Maddle. 
the inflatable paddle boards. So pumped to have uh, Madel sponsoring. Did you get your board? I just got my board. Yeah. I'm so excited. So um, Madel, which they are paddle boards, and we've, we've talked about them a little bit, but we are so, so pumped that they are sponsoring us. And we know, and just so you guys know, the way that we sort of choose sponsors is based on what we think you guys are also going to love. And so Danny and I have been paddle boarding several times. And the thing I love about Madel is because they are blow up boards and also they are extremely affordable and this is one of my favorite things it's like they're so cute and the ones I got I don't know did you get two different colors for you guys uh yeah yeah so I got like a, a couple of different ones where it's like there's just different colors different designs they're definitely not boring at all yeah, it's super and cute. they are um just blow up so they're actually super accessible we almost were actually in Austin and we almost brought them because yeah. we're like well can we can they're they can travel so much easy much more easily um but I'm super super excited to use them yeah and one of the things about Madel is they really want to be inclusive so it's really important to them and one of their missions is to be inclusive so part of that is the price like the price is in the middle low if if you looked up paddle boards, which I was doing a lot, they can be pretty pricey. And so these are really, really affordable. And to make it even more affordable, we have a really cool discount for you. If you go to maddleboards.com and use the best life at checkout, you save an additional 50 bucks, which is really huge. And the shipping is super fast. We got our boards so like quickly. In two days. Yeah, so we're just ready to get on the water. In fact, I was like, I wanted to, when the, the, when the mail came, I literally wanted to just bust it open and get out right away, but <laughs> yeah. I had stuff to do. Um, but we're really excited about that. So support them, uh, go follow them on Instagram too. So go to madaboards.com, use the best life at checkout and we'll see you on the water. But I, you know, I think, what would you give, what would you say to someone <laughs> who's not us? <laughs> Uh, who's trying to like maybe reconnect with a friend or, you know, they have like a really good friendship and maybe their friend's like leaving and they're scared. Yeah. They're like, oh, my friend's leaving. I don't want to be happy for them because maybe they got a new job or something. Because I, I know during the pandemic, a lot of people left like wherever they lived. I, I mean, you and I know so many people who left California. Yep. And I was just talking to my counselor yesterday. I was certain she lived in San Diego. And I was like, you're in San Diego, why? She goes, no, I'm in Idaho. She left. Oh, you know, and I was like, oh, when did you move? And I, I was like, well, everyone moved. So maybe you have a friend that just left or maybe someone is leaving and you're kind of trying to be supportive, but you're like, I don't want you to go. What would you tell them? Like how to keep that going? Yeah, it's hard because like you don't want to, you don't want your relationship to be so curated that you're like, it's three o'clock on Tuesday. It's time to talk. Like you don't want it to be that curated that you're like, we need to check in every day. You and I probably talk every single day, almost every single day, you know, mostly, but you know, memes. yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> honestly, I know that's like a weird thing to say. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, honestly, that does in a way keep us connected. We send each other memes like multiple times a day, every day. And then when we catch up, that's when we talk about, you know, the, the real life stuff. And, yeah. you know, I will also say now being in a long-term relationship, you being in a long-term relationship, I don't always just come to you all the time with, like a bunch of guy stuff. Cause like most of the time things is going well, Yeah, you know? So it's not like there's, whereas when we were both single, we were both dating a lot. We were both talking to a lot of different people. We were, you know, we were talking more about business, talking more about like, you know, who we're dating and stuff. There's a lot more to process. We had a lot to process. Yeah. Now I just feel like my life is boring. No offense. But I'm like, uh, <laughs> right. It's like groundhog day. Literally just talk about the dogs now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, she's like Beasley did this. I'm like, Oh my God, Pippi used to do that too. When she was a baby. <laughs> Maybe that's what you do when you're a mom. I think so. You literally just talk about your kids all the yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, what would you tell someone? I think I, as like weird and like kind of off the wall as it is, I do think sending memes back and forth keeps us connected. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not many people I could send the memes to that I send to you. <laughs>
<laughs> Y'all, the memes on the best life, I post them, but a lot of times the ones that you wouldn't think are from jail are from jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they know. No, you know, it's a good point because we really don't talk a lot and we don't text a lot. I, I feel like a lot of times I save up conversations to have in person with you. Yeah. There's so many things like when I see, I'm like, okay, I got to tell you all of the, I'm trying to think in my brain, all the stuff I have to like download with you oh, in yeah. person. Um, Cause I don't really enjoy uh, typing it out for one and two, so many things are just nuanced and I want that conversation. And then, you know, we're not super big phone People. talkers. So I'll save up a lot of conversations, but we do just touch base every single day. Like literally yeah. somebody sends someone a meme. Well, I probably see, I mean, we probably see each other at least, I don't know, once every two months. Yeah. Whether it's like I go there, you come there, we, we go to another third place and yeah. we see each other there. I mean, we definitely see each other probably every two months yeah. at a minimum. And that's not on purpose. But if like, a, if like a couple months goes by and we don't have a plan to, I'll be like, cool, I need to come to get Botox yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Every three months at minimum, we got to do the Botox trip or something. Well, what would you tell someone who was, you know, because that's what's really hard is, we, you guys, the number one question that we always get asked, number one question we get asked the best life is how to make friends as an adult. Yeah. It is the question we get asked more than anything else. And we've done like five episodes on it, but there's a real fear there, especially when you move somewhere brand yeah. new. We have a, a mutual acquaintance who moved from California or moved from Phoenix to Austin and has like, and I'm not going to mention her name, but she's talked about this publicly on social media. She was like, I thought it was going to be a lot easier to make friends here. I thought it would be a lot easier to find our community here, to find our people here. And it just hasn't been. No, it's not about Austin. It's just in general. Mm -hmm. You know, your 30s, 40s, 50s, beyond, people sort of have. And I remember, I feel like LA is it's harder and it's easier in a way it's easier because a lot of people are coming in all the time. Yeah. So when I moved there in 2015, like for, number one, I got on dating apps. That was like an easy way to meet, you know, people that maybe I didn't end up dating or, or, you know, whatever, but just for, I don't know, acquaintances, networking stuff, there's a lot going on in LA. So yeah. there's a lot of opportunities to be like invited to shit. And I just said yes to everything. I meet someone at a CrossFit gym and they'd be like, Oh, we're doing a wine tasting at my house this Wednesday. By the way, do you remember when we went to this? <laughs> remember we went to that house party, but it was like, it was like a religious house. Do you remember a religious house? Remember they had like a, like a, they had like a guy who was the head of the house and there was like a chore list on the refrigerator. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I do remember I that house. About, yeah. I thought they, about that. Like yes. They were like ago. all from a church or something. And how yeah. do we even meet that guy? There was somebody that invited us. Yeah, there. I think was we, that a CrossFit? No, we met him at a restaurant. So this is how it happens in LA. Like <laughs> if you're literally Danny and I at a restaurant. It was like all these single guys who like had to do chores in this house. Yeah. And they were having like, and remember it was dry. There I was no booze about, or like yeah. there was like one bottle of red wine. Everyone was like trying to, <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, okay, I think this is not for us. But it's just like random shit like that. You know, that like, I would probably recommend having at least one person that you could go do that kind of stuff with, you know? But even when I was there by myself, I still would just like show up to stuff and I would be like, yep, not for me, right? But you don't know unless you just say yes and go. Yeah. So there is a real fear or fear of like, am I going to find my people? Am I going to find my community? Are there going to, you know, how can I infiltrate a group of friends that's already friends? You know, in LA, every, it was, everyone was so in and out all the time that like it was easily to like, it was easy to, to go to different, you know. Yeah. I mean, I look at Keith and he plays so many fucking sports 
that he has like every week he has new volleyball partners. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, Tim and Matt. And I'm like, who are those people? I've never even heard of those names before. <laughs> and then like three months from now, it'll be a whole different set of guys. And then three months from then, it'll be a whole different set of guys. So I think if you are someone who like, you, you know, you have to get involved, obviously. But yeah, what would you tell someone who's moving and is worried about that? You know, I have two friends in mind that when I left Texas, um, I feel like we kind of split apart. And one of them didn't even live in Texas, actually. Um, but we both had life stuff come up and we kind of stopped connecting. But it was literally, uh, we were talking every day, um, two, two, two different ladies. Well, one of them was my ex-sister-in-law and, and she was like one of my best friends. And then another girl that I would say was my best friend. So one moved away to Florida. I moved away. Another one lived in Montana. So we're all in different places. And at first we were able to stay in contact a little bit because we would call and we had some business. So we would talk a lot on the phone, but when we didn't have the business together, it did start to fall apart. But I would say one of the things that made, um, these relationships kind of split was like judgment. Mm -hmm. Since I was going through different things in my life, I felt like there was judgment and like not understanding what I was going through. So I didn't feel as safe, you know, talking about it as much anymore. But I think it is the, the more like, like you said, the memes, the touching base somehow, because we had a reason to before with the business. And then when that wasn't there, we weren't sending memes or we weren't texting each other. And so it just started to slowly, slowly just get less and less to where like they both have completely different lives and friends and um, you know, we still catch up maybe every six months or something. And it still feels like no time has passed and we're still really great friends. But the day-to-day -day stuff, I'm like, I don't really know what's going on in their lives anymore like I did. And so, you know, I think the daily kind of touch bases do kind of help somehow. You almost have to think of a way to do that. It's not to say that you need to, but I think if you want to make the effort to do it, you you should. And, and it shouldn't even feel like effort. Like I feel like with you and I, it doesn't yeah. even feel like that much effort at this point. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel like effort yeah. at all. And I, I definitely have friends who I'm just like, fuck, I need to see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. not that they're a bad person yeah. or anything like that. It's just more effort. Yes. Right. Again, it's just more like, ah, like it's like, ah, I'd rather like just stay home and go to the beach all weekend and like be alone or whatever, you know, but like with you and like I said, a couple other people in my life, I just feel like, yes, I want to make that effort. It's so easy. You know, it's interesting because we, we've been living in Vegas for over a year now, but it doesn't really feel like we, it's been almost, yeah, I guess it's been a little over like a year and a half. Um, but it feels like maybe about eight or nine months cause it was kind of, everything was going on with my mom and then I left town for a bit. So we've kind of really been solid at our place for eight or nine months and we're just finally feeling like, okay, we live here and we're starting to, I don't know, make it look like our own place and unpack our suitcases and stuff that took like seven months to, to do. Um, and I know Jeff's really been like, I want to make friends out here and I want to meet people. And he's been trying to figure that out. And one of the funny things is, is the dog park literally like Beasley mm -hmm. helps. We'll go to the dog park and then we just talk to people and there, I haven't even told you this, but this crew at the dog park, they started bringing, they started assigning people to bring drinks. So someone will come over on Wednesday night and someone just passes out wine or seltzers or whatever. And so there's a group of like eight or nine people that are just watching their dogs and letting them uh, and drinking and just hanging out and talking about That's the dogs. Fun. And so it's funny because we actually started going to the dog park that was more empty <laughs> because Beasley's in the small dog park and two of the ladies there keep bringing their, they were all the same puppy age, but now their puppies are like big dogs and they are just too rough. And so I keep taking Beasley out because she's too small, but I'm like, you know, it's helped because you have an excuse to talk to people. So like the dog park is yeah. one way, even when we were in LA, we went to the dog park and we we're talking to people and whether it's sports, 
I don't know if you're a parent, I feel like honestly, if you're a parent, it's the easiest because your kids are always going to activities and you're like talking about your kids to other moms or dads or something. But to make new friends, you do have to, you can't just be in your house. That's the problem. Yeah. You got to say stuff. I mean, (laughs) I can picture Jeff. Jeff is extroverted. So I'm sure he's like, he just needs to get out and like be with the people or whatever. You know, actually, so my mom and my stepdad just moved from, uh, they sold their house in Boston and now they are doing their quote unquote uh, summer house in North Carolina. And I said, are you guys, they don't know anyone there. And I said, are you guys worried that you won't meet anybody? She goes, Jill, we play golf and we have a dog. That's all you need. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes sense. It's so true. Yeah. They, they like live right on a golf you yeah. know, course and whatever. So and yeah, I guess they're just meeting all their neighbors and whatever. So I think, but you do have to make an effort, maybe have people at your house and like, not everyone will stick, but if you're in a new place, you do need to, like I did just say yes to everything. Yeah. And I would do it like one thing and be like, yep, these aren't my people, but at least you give yourself that experience. Maybe there's like one person. So our friend, our mutual friend, Karis, um, sometimes listen to the podcast, shout out. Um, when we met her, when I met her, she was chit. I think she was 22. Yeah. And now she's 28 and she's pregnant and she's going to have a baby girl and so excited, but we met at the gym. And we were like literally at CrossFit gym and it was a partner workout. And she looked at me and she was like, you look like you might be able to lift something close to what I lift. This chick is like, she's so muscular. <laughs> and I was like, sure. So we did the workout together and she's like, oh, this girl can lift. And then she was come to find out she also works out of Gold's. And then we started working out of Gold's. And then I introduced her to you. And then like the three of us would go on long walks around Venice. And it was so really, it was just so cute to see like a 23 year old's viewpoint of the world you know yeah. and she's really good at keeping in touch with me and always asking about you and stuff but yeah I mean it's just random now she's in a long-term relationship she just bought a house like an hour away she's having a baby you know but she's always just like let's work out you know what's interesting too I was as you were talking about Karis I was starting to think also is you do have your own friends now and I have some of my friends that you don't know so before it was just us like we were just the crew and so all of your friends were my friend like we just yep. know all the same people but you and Keith have a subgroup of people that I don't really know. Like we just had Jill's birthday in Vegas. Um, you guys heard on the podcast and I know that group of people. They've kind of become my friends through you and like, I know who they are, but you do have like some other friends that like you go, you've gone on some trips with and I have no idea who these folks are. And, and we have some friends like that too. And so it is kind of interesting because we still have kind of built our own lives in our own little circles and just still been able to keep our, you know, relationship together. And it's interesting that's an interesting piece too that I didn't even kind of put in my brain till just now. But you know, you're like you're going to build your own life where you are, and you shouldn't have to drag your like pa- like if you do leave, you can't just drag your past and only talk to your friends in your old place and m- keep your friendships there. Like it is important, I think, to create community where you are and and build friends where you are. But I also think it is important to keep those fr- those long friendships and keep working and making uh making an effort towards those two yeah as long as i'm in the number one spot i don't yeah. care you can <laughs> make as many friends as you want as long as i'm still number one there we go there we go <laughs> and <Always>. vice versa <laughs> exactly exactly you know oh, where you stand i know well you know what i'm really proud of us 300 episodes five years you know lot like lots of moves lots of ups and downs new relationships all that stuff and we've been able to still bring the heat still looking for topics for episodes <laughs> that will never end uh but i'm really proud of us because you know five, five year, you know it's a long time 1.5 million downloads we've we've been making it work and i still always look forward to seeing you and always look forward to hanging with you Me it's too. always it's always just as easy as being alone <laughs> Y'all, I mean, here's the thing. You guys know this. And we should probably do a whole other episode on traveling with people because they're the worst. Everyone is the worst. (laughs) 
But Danny and I, this I think this is more important than anything. Oh my god! In, so especially true. in your relationship, like in your romantic relationship. Yeah, I think if you guys do not travel the same, just break up. Actually, <laughs> just break up because it's so true. It's so fucking true. Because I mean, the only thing that Danny doesn't like is that I make her work out every time. <laughs> but we travel really well together. Yeah. Like you and I will be in a hotel room not talking for hours because they're both working. It's yeah. not like weird or awkward or whatever. And like neither one of us are like, we need to go. And like, we're not like rigid with time s- schedule or food or any like weird quirks like that. So I think the hardest thing about getting into a romantic relationship was that they weren't you. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody that I dated, was like, if they couldn't vibe as well as you, I'm like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> so they got, I mean, there's a heavy judgment to the men in my life that I've been out with and, I think traveling, yeah, we should do a whole episode on that because that's a real thing. Right. You got to test someone. And you and I would go to like, I mean, we'd go to at least one, we traveled together at least once a month probably when we were in LA, like conferences and different things and like events. We went to so many countries together. I mean, people thought we were dating. (laughs) Like some people just thought we were dating at events. So true. Yeah. Somebody said we were a really beautiful couple, which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate that too. I'm like, (laughs) they're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Oh, also... Uh, there are, there were two new, uh, reviews. reviews. So thank you so much for those reviews. I will read them on the next episode, but if y'all could leave a review, our 300 episodes, if you listen to at least one and you have something to say, shout out and leave us five star and tell us what you love. Love it. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.